Chapter 1 Jilly Bean Philadelphia, Pennsylvania Jilly Bean now lived in a chalk world, where everything was black and white and gritty, and where nothing lasted. Nothing good, at least. The first grade had been good, though for her it had been only six weeks long before the monsters had come and ruined it. Despite that, she smiled when she thought of those six weeks. They had been a golden time of sleepovers and soccer and chase on the playground at recess. And friends. She had so many best friends. Janice and Becca and Paula and even Billy from across the street, though he wasn't a best friend, just an old friend, since she knew him for, like, forever. And it was a time of parents, the right kind of parents, the kind where the mommy made breakfast in the morning and daddy went to the work every day except for leaf-raking day and football day, and every night there was a bedtime story and cuddling, and usually tickling, and always a kiss goodnight. But then the monsters came and made it all wrong. Jilly Bean's daddy was a fighter, or maybe he was a warrior. She thought the words were similar, yet could never make the connection between the two beyond the fact that he was very brave. He dared the streets to get them food, only always he was gone longer and longer, and always came back with less food than before. Once Daddy came back all scratched up and bitten, and his eyes were no longer Daddy's. They were eyes that were a scared. I was bitten, Jilly Bean. Her name was Jillian, but he and Ipes called her Jilly Bean, and she liked it better. Though just then, with him shaking and crying, she ignored her special name and tried to hug him because that's what he always liked if he got hurt somehow. Only this time he pulled away. No, don't touch me. I can't risk getting you infected, too. What are we going to do? Her mommy asked. She looked almost as pale as he did. You know I can't do this alone. He slumped at this, resting his cheek on the cool wood of their kitchen table and said, You have to try. But she didn't. Daddy left, crying and groaning in pain, and Mommy went to bed and never left it. Even when the snow came and Jilly Bean could see her breath right there in the house, Mommy just laid in bed, staring at the ceiling, and didn't even eat. At first, Jilly Bean scooped water out of the toilet tank and dribbled it into her mommy's mouth, but that ran out quickly. Then she used snow that she let melt. It didn't seem to help. Her mommy died in her bed. She was alive one second, her skin like white paint over the bones of her face, and her eyes wet blue gems that sat deep in her head. And then she was dead. Jilly Bean didn't go into that room anymore. She spent her nights in the attic, within the walls of a pillow fort she had constructed, curled up in a nest of blankets. In the days of winter she nibbled her way through the last of the food, and, fortunately for her, the early winter turned into an early spring so that when necessity forced her out of her home to scavenge for food, she didn't have to add the element of freezing to death to the rest of her fears.
That first time, when she stepped foot across the threshold of her front door, had been an absolute horror. Her gnawing hunger had overridden her native wisdom, and she had gone too fast, drawing a monster to her when she was barely forty feet from her front door. She had hidden under a car, and when it came shuffling by, moaning like a dead wind, she had peed herself. Now, four months later, she had a way of doing things that Ipes called the rabbit system. That morning she began it as usual, with Jilly Rabbit slinking up to the edge of each of the windows in her home, and slowly, ever so slowly, peering out to check to see if the streets were clear. The monsters didn't like the sun so much. They hid from it, all except Mrs. Bennett. No, she came out in the 